Today is December 22nd. This is Verses in Flow. I'm Jennifer. Welcome in and welcome back. Thank you so much for choosing to spend a part of your day with me. I am grateful for your company and I'm excited to get into this word with you today. I'm really excited about the fact that we are just about done with this rotation of going through the Bible in a year. And I am especially excited for those of you who are reading through the entire Bible for the first time and for how you're going to feel when you hear that music fade out on December 31st. Oh my word, what a joy, what a journey. And no eye has seen, no ear has heard, no mind has imagined what God has prepared for those who love him. And I can't imagine that you continue to show up here day after day or week after week or month after month, if you don't love the Lord, y'all, please envision and appreciate the harvest we're going to reap as a result of these seeds we've planted, the dividends we're going to yield for years to come because of the time and thought we've invested here, the spiritual gains we've made that money can't buy, the deepening of our relationship with Jesus Christ as a result of spending time in his word. Man, this is just such such an awesome thing. It is such an awesome privilege. It is such a beautiful thing to witness and experience, friends. I encourage you to reflect sometime between now and the end of the year, or even if it has to come a little bit after the end of the year, that is okay, because that's what it's going to be for me. It'll be January before I can really reflect. But reflect on what it's meant for you. How has this journey through the word transformed you? In what ways has your heart been renewed or your mind refreshed? Were there passages that leapt off the page speaking truth into places of hurt or uncertainty? Were there verses that felt like they were written just for you, for where you were on a particular day? What about the aphorisms and affirmations? Maybe maybe there were some that changed the trajectory of your thoughts or set the tone for your day. Moments when a phrase unlocked something deep within you and turned your gaze from the temporal to the eternal. When we set out on this adventure in January, we had no idea. I know I didn't. I definitely did not. We didn't know what revelations, what blessings, what growth awaited us. But now, as we near this finish line, we can look back with gratitude at how God has shown himself faithful in more ways than we could have ever imagined. The stories of faith, endurance, and redemption that fill these pages are personal living narratives that continue to shape and define our own life stories. I'm just so thankful for this journey. I'm so thankful for you. You're the reason why I do this podcast. Do y'all know that? Y'all are the reason why I love this podcast. Y'all are my friends, my flomies, my fellow flowers on this expedition through the scriptures. And I can't wait to celebrate with you when we finish this together, our virtual celebration, whatever that's going to look like. And ironically, the beautiful thing about all of this is that no matter how much we learn, no matter how much we go through this word, We will never grasp the fullness of God. We will never come to the end of him. We will never discover all that we need to discover or want to discover about him. And that's what keeps us coming back. Let's get into this word, y'all. Zechariah chapters two and three, God's word translation. The Lord will choose Jerusalem. I looked up and saw a man with a measuring line in his hand. I asked him, where are you going? He answered, 
I am going to measure Jerusalem to see how wide and how long it is. Then the angel who was speaking with me left. Another angel came out to meet him and said to him, Run and say to that young man, Jerusalem will be inhabited like an unwalled village because it will have so many people and animals in it. I will be a wall of fire around it, declares the Lord. I will be the glory within it. Hurry, hurry, flee from the land of the north, declares the Lord. I've scattered you to the four winds of heaven. Hurry, Zion, escape you inhabitants of Babylon. This is what the Lord of armies says. Afterwards, the glory sent me to the nations who looted you. Whoever touches you touches the apple of his eye. I'm going to shake my fist at the nations and their own slaves will loot them. Then you will know that the Lord of armies has sent me. Sing for joy and rejoice, people of Zion. I'm going to come and live among you, declares the Lord. On that day, many nations will join the Lord and become my people. I will live among you. Then you will know that the Lord of armies has sent me to you. The Lord will claim Judah as his own in the Holy Land and will again choose Jerusalem. Everyone be silent in the presence of the Lord. He is waking up and setting out from his holy dwelling place. The Lord will send his servant, the branch. Then he showed me Joshua, the chief priest, standing in front of the messenger of the Lord. Satan, the accuser, was standing at Joshua's right side to accuse him. The Lord said to Satan, I, the Lord, silence you, Satan. I, the Lord, who has chosen Jerusalem, silence you. Isn't this man like a burning log snatched from a fire? Then he showed me Joshua, the chief priest, standing in front of the messenger of the Lord. Satan, the accuser, was standing at Joshua's right side to accuse him. The Lord said to Satan, I, the Lord, silence you, Satan. I, the Lord, who has chosen Jerusalem, silence you. Isn't this man like a burning log snatched from a fire? Joshua was wearing filthy clothes and was standing in front of the messenger. The messenger said to those who were standing in front of him, Remove Joshua's filthy clothes. Then he said to Joshua, See, I have taken your sin away from you, and I will dress you in fine clothing. So I said, Put a clean turban on his head. They put a clean turban on his head and dressed him while the messenger of the Lord was standing there. The messenger of the Lord advised Joshua, This is what the Lord of armies says, If you live according to my ways and follow my requirements, you will govern my temple and watch over my courtyards. Then I will give you free access to walk among those standing here. Listen, Chief Priest Joshua and your friends sitting with you. These men are a sign of things to come. I'm going to bring my servant, the branch. Look at the stone I have set in front of Joshua. That one stone has seven eyes. I am engraving an inscription on it, declares the Lord of armies. I will remove this land's sin in a single day. On that day, declares the Lord of armies, each of you will invite your neighbor to sit under your vine and fig tree. Revelation chapter 13, the beast from the sea. I saw a beast coming out of the sea. It had 10 horns, seven heads, and 10 crowns on its horns. There were insulting names on its heads. The beast that I saw was like a leopard. Its feet were like bear's feet. Its mouth was like a lion's mouth. The serpent gave its power, kingdom, and far-reaching authority to the beast. One of the beast's heads looked like it had a fatal wound, but its fatal wound was healed. 
all the people of the world were amazed and followed the beast. They worshipped the serpent because it had given authority to the beast. They also worshipped the beast and said, Who is like the beast? Who can fight a war with it? The beast was allowed to speak arrogant and insulting things. It was given authority to act for 42 months. It opened its mouth to insult God, to insult his name and his tent, those who are living in heaven. It was allowed to wage war against God's holy people and to conquer them. It was also given authority over every tribe, people, language, and nation. Everyone living on earth will worship it. Everyone whose name is not written in the book of life, that book belongs to the Lamb who was slaughtered before the creation of the world. If anyone has ears, let him listen. If anyone is taken prisoner, he must go to prison. If anyone is killed with a sword, with a sword he must be killed. In this situation, God's holy people need endurance and confidence. The Beast from the Earth I saw another beast come from the earth, and it had two horns like a lamb. It talked like a serpent. The second beast uses all the authority of the first beast in its presence. The second beast makes the earth and those living on it worship the first beast, whose fatal wound was healed. The second beast performs spectacular signs. It even makes fire come down from heaven to earth in front of people. It deceives those living on earth with the signs that it is allowed to do in front of the first beast. It tells those living on earth to make a statue for the beast who was wounded by a sword and yet lived. The second beast was allowed to put breath into the statue of the first beast. Then the statue of the first beast could talk and put to death whoever would not worship it. The second beast forces all people, important and unimportant people, rich and poor people, free people and enslaved, to be branded on their right hands or on their foreheads. It does this so that no one may buy or sell unless he has the brand, which is the beast's name or the number of its name. In this situation, wisdom is needed. Let the person who has insight figure out the number of the beast because it is a human number. The beast's number is 666. Psalm 141, a psalm by David. O oh Lord, I cry out to you. Come quickly. Open your ears to hear me when I cry out to you. Let my prayer be accepted as sweet-smelling incense in your presence. Let the lifting up of my hands in prayer be accepted as an evening sacrifice. O oh Lord, set a guard in my mouth. Keep watch over the door of my lips. Do not let me be persuaded to do anything evil or to become involved with wickedness. With people who are troublemakers, do not let me taste their delicacy. A righteous person may strike me or correct me out of kindness. It is like lotion for my head. My head will not refuse it because my prayer is directed against evil deeds. When their judges are thrown off a cliff, they will listen to what I have to say. It will sound pleasant to them. As someone plows and breaks up the ground, so our bones will be planted at the mouth of the grave. My eyes look to you, Lord Almighty. I have taken refuge in you. Do not leave me defenseless. Keep me away from the trap they set for me and from the traps set by troublemakers. Let wicked people fall into their own nets while I escape unharmed. Proverbs chapter 30 verses 18 through 20. Four things of intrigue. 
Three things are too amazing to me, even four that I cannot understand. An eagle making its way through the sky, a snake making its way over a rock, a ship making its way through high seas, a man making his way with a virgin. About the woman who commits adultery. This is the way of a woman who commits adultery. She eats, wipes her mouth, and says, I haven't done anything wrong. Let's pray, uh, dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you for your word. We are so thankful for you. We're thankful for the living bread that has nourished us day by day as we've journeyed through your sacred text. Lord, we're grateful for how it's been a lamp to our feet and a light to our path, illuminating our way, even in the darkest of seasons. As we draw near to the end of this year, Lord, we give you thanks for every word that has sunk deep into our hearts, influencing us in ways that will forever ripple into eternity. Lord, we thank you for every chapter we've studied, every verse, and for the wisdom you've imparted through your timeless teachings. As we stand on the cusp of 2024, Lord, we just humbly ask for your guidance as we continue to seek you in all things. Lord, we want the seeds of truth planted within us during this year to blossom into a deeper understanding and appreciation of who you are and of who we are in you. Lord, we want to be like trees planted by streams of water bearing fruit in due season with leaves that don't wither. Lord, prosper us in all that we do as each of us gathers up the harvest of our years sowing in your word. Lord, we don't want to hoard the bounty, but rather we want to share the richness that is your word. We want to spread your love and wisdom, the same love and wisdom we've received as freely and generously as you have given it to us. Lord, guide us as we move forward into a new year and a new season. Lead us to new passages and books and themes in your word that will strengthen and stretch our faith. Give us fresh understanding, insight, and application of all that we've read this year. Unite us together, Lord, as one body, one family of faith flourishing under your care. Lord, we praise you for being the author and perfecter of our faith. It is in the powerful name of your Son and our Savior, Jesus Christ, and all the people of God said together, Amen. And our affirmation for today, I receive each emotion as a messenger, hear its wisdom, then set it free. I receive each emotion as a messenger, hear its wisdom, then set it free. And our aphorism, I find the great thing in this world is not so much where we stand as in what direction we are moving. To reach the port of heaven, we must sail sometimes with the wind and sometimes against it, but we must sail and not drift nor lie at anchor. That is all I have for you today. Thank you for being on this sacred sojourn with me. You belong here and we belong together on this journey. I love you. And if God says the same, I'll be right here tomorrow waiting for you.